How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer Daily News Updates for Tuesday, October the 12th. Hello, and to my fellow Canadians, hope you had a great Thanksgiving. My friends, we got just a few stories here today. Let's talk about them. First thing I want to talk about is a story that kind of appeared last week, and it is that EA is considering rebranding their FIFA franchise. The license for FIFA is expiring next year, and they've done some, like, preemptive marketing. They sent out a press release where they're just, quote-unquote, exploring the idea about renaming FIFA. They've also had some recent trademark applications called uh, EA Sports FC. And I'm going to give you some information here from Piers Harding Rolls. He's a games analyst, and he helped me understand what was going on here. So, basically, the idea here is that EA would love to continue to call the game FIFA. They had a 10-year contract for this, and they would happily do it again for another 10 years, but licensing now is so much more expensive than it was 10 years ago. The FIFA games have just exploded in popularity over the last decade, and that's going to mean that FIFA wants more money, right? If you're profiting off of the brand, then we want more of a cut of that. And so in the words of the analyst here, quote, The public reveal that it is considering renaming the franchise is either a very last-ditch negotiation tactic, or EA has already made the decision, and is paving the way for a relaunch at the end of 2022. Removing FIFA branding from the game will be a blow, as the association is so tight with the franchise. End quote. But, it will be a blow, but, it's not going to have that big of an impact on the actual content. They have separate licenses for all of the team and player names, all the stadiums, and basically everything but the World Cup. So, you know, it's not like they're losing everything if they lose FIFA. I will say, I think the idea that EA is using this as a negotiation tactic is super interesting. I don't think that it would go that far, but if it's already been confirmed behind the scenes, then, you know, why not just confirm it now? Why are we pretending to explore the idea? Anyway, I just think the business of this is very interesting, and, uh... I guess we'll see what happens. According to GFK and GamesIndustry.biz, the latest entry in the Metroid series, Metroid Dread, has had the fastest selling and highest grossing launch in the UK in the franchise's history. It is rivaling the release of Metroid Prime on GameCube and sold three and a half times more copies than the last 2D Metroid game, Samus Returns. And I think this makes sense, right? They did this big return to 2D Metroid, and they did tons of marketing around the simultaneous release of the OLED Switch. It's not surprising. It's one of Nintendo's strongest consoles ever, and their first-party lineup just continues to impress. It helps that it was critically successful as well. Anyway, I just thought that would be an interesting note for you. The data itself comes from boxed games in the UK, physical games, so it doesn't include digital data. But uh, GamesIndustry.biz reports on this every single week, and... It's usually used as like an indicator of how the industry as a whole is doing. Okay, so there wasn't a lot of news, so I thought, what the heck, why don't we look at some of the stuff that is coming up in the next two weeks? Because, I don't know, I think there's some very interesting stuff here. Uh, For example, today, Back for Blood is coming out. That's the Left 4 Dead-inspired game, made by the original developers. Uh, And I was going to do a review roundup today, but I just... there, There aren't enough reviews out right now. I think it's still kind of slowly going out, so... I'll tell you what people think of the game either tomorrow or the day after. Also coming out today is Disco Elysium, the final cut on Xbox and the Nintendo Switch. If you're a fan of old school RPGs, you should definitely check that out, Disco Elysium. And then also on the Switch today is Ori and the Blind Forest and Ori and the Will of the Wisps. It's a collection of games. Absolutely tremendous platformers, Metroidvanias, so, so, so good. Highly recommend. 
Uh, on Thursday, we have the release of the Jackbox Party Pack number eight. I talked about social party games uh, on the weekend. This one has a good lineup. On Friday, we have the Animal Crossing Direct. So hopefully a bunch of new content heading to Animal Crossing. Crisis Remastered Trilogy is also coming then. And NHL 22, if you're a hockey fan. October 16th on Saturday is a big day for events. We have both Minecraft Live, if you're a Minecraft player, and DC Fandom, which is actually pretty big for gamers because, uh, of course, it does comics and films, but there's a bunch of DC games that are announced. There's Gotham Knights, Suicide Squad, so hopefully we'll see more from them. And then I also wanted to let you know about a game coming out next week, Tuesday, called Inscription. Uh, It's a super interesting card battler. It's got kind of a horror theme. It's from the creator of Pony Island, which was a kind of an indie hit. But it's a, it's a single-player game. Uh, I played the demo. It was very, very good. Again, that's called Inscription. And besides all that, I am out of time. Thank you so much for tuning in, my friends. Greatly appreciated. Back with the news tomorrow, whatever news there is. And until then, happy gaming, everyone. Hey, folks. Unfortunately, I won't have time for an after show today. Uh, As of right now, I have to go head to a Thanksgiving dinner. And if you're hearing this, I did not have time to make an after show when I returned home. Though I am hoping to do that. Sorry in advance if you're hearing this. But I hope you have a tremendous day, and farewell.